it's Sunday night. Oh, Lord's Day! Lord's Day! day. <laughs> Hail Satan! <gasps> um, hello. <laughs> Welcome to Witchfinger Horror Podcast. Uh, my name is Yasmina. To my right is Morgan. Hello, I am on the right. Cha cha. Left is Megan. Hey, say hello. Say hello. Right. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Guess Guess what? And uh, tonight we are watching Poltergeist 2. I guess I should start the movie. Ooh. (laughs) Awesome. Well, we had a pretty fun Sunday. We took some pictures. So we've got another photo shoot coming out soon. Yeah, and maybe, it's going to be... it'll be out by the time this episode releases. Probably. We shall see. We just won't say anything just in case it isn't. But we like to take fun pictures. And I know everybody likes to watch the hilarity of our photos as well. Like the 80s photo shoot is still, I think, going to be one of our it's favorite photo shoots. For it's sure. It's pretty yeah. fucking rad. This, this one doesn't have a lot of hilarity, though. It's um, got pure fire. Yeah. It's pure sex. Pure yeah. sex. Yeah, it's all sex. Pure 90s fire. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's very 90s. It will, it will appeal to a vast number of people, but very specific type of fan will be like, ah, yeah. yeah, this is amazing. And then yeah. they're going to peel their faces off and eat it. I know. And then their eyeballs are going to come out of their stockings. Yeah. Ooh. Swim across the room. Yeah. What fucking movie is that? Uh, the eyeball. That's the like, eyeball and it like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, is Eyeball that... in the mouth. That's not House, is it? No. It's like one of these silly movies. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Fuck, I can't remember. Damn. Shame on us. It's so sad when I cannot it's right accept there. a challenge. You know what? Know. It's Sunday. I'm just like, hey, I know, I know. It's yeah. Sunday. We usually don't record on Sundays. We usually record on Fridays. So this is really weird. Like, it doesn't... It Like, it feels like Sunday, but it kind of doesn't. Yeah, like... I mean, it feels like... It doesn't feel like Sunday in the way that I kind of wish that it that like i monday wasn't happening i know, you know? i kind of wish i wasn't having to go to work tomorrow yeah. because we could just keep drinking i know and that would i feel like help to pick me up uh because sure. we were doing a lot of drinking last night too so yeah me and morgan were watching some rotten fucking movies oh we watched sledgehammer, sledgehammer oh my god which is david a Pryor's very first movie <laughs> um and i mean if you know the track record that this man has obviously he makes fantastic films yeah like deadly prey but this one was like have you seen sledgehammer no. megan honestly it's like i think it was one of the first alcohol is definitely required yeah, it was one of the first films that was ever like actually filmed on uh like a, i guess like on like a tape like he made a, it like a in his camcorder. apartment wait it's shot just one one location it's yeah in his apartment movie? and the outside of the house Mm. is something that you will see many times when you're watching that movie. Yeah, like, it, honestly, like, the content of it, it could have been a short. It could have been 30 minutes, but there were so many slow, slow motion. motion. Oh, my fucking There were so many slow motion shots. It was shots. like the beginning of Rock and Roll Nightmare, how they had to include uh. the scenes of the van driving at the beginning of the movie. For, like, 20 just so minutes. they could, like, fill time. That's basically the entirety of Sledgehammer. Yeah, like, there's literally a five-minute scene of a hand going to a doorknob, and it's like... Yeah, just the hand oh, turning yeah. a door. But is it eerie? No. It's like no, I don't know, like a no, fucking it's turd. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like that, eerie, it's a turd. like a turd. It's eerie, yeah. like literally a turd. Yeah. yeah. Got it. You know what though? I still found it but I, entertaining. I like turds. Yeah. You know what? I gotta say something about it. You know, I like shitty movies. Yeah. There's nothing wrong. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it being a turd. Yeah. Every now and then. 
pile of stinking turd. Yeah, I think the best part about the movie was uh, Ted Pryor. His his acting was okay. Uh, and the, the guy when they're telling the ghost story and the guy with the shifty <laughs> eyes. Like laughing so fucking hard. Yeah, that that part was pretty fucking funny. But if anybody funny. has ever wanted to watch Sledgehammer and it's like, oh, I still have to watch that movie. And if you are going to, just make sure that you include a lot of alcohol. Don't watch it when you're alone. You might it's kill yourself scary. after. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's so bad that you might kill yourself. <laughs> it is pretty bad. It's too scary. Just, I know that. You don't have to tell me. It's I can too tell. scary. It's too scary. Yeah. And speaking it's of. definitely not scary. Speaking of too scary, may I segue into the film we're watching tonight, yeah. uh, which is Poltergeist 2. For our research, I started watching it a couple weeks ago. And I'm not kidding you, I'll tell you when, but I had to stop it pretty, like... Were you by yourself? Yeah, I was by myself. You always do that. Why I do know, you do that to yourself? I don't know. And I stopped it, and it's like, this is an old movie. I've seen it a hundred mm-hmm. times, but yeah. still, like, it came to a part, and it wasn't like... I was like, oh, scary. I was literally like, my palms were getting sweaty, oh, yeah. and like, I wasn't comfortable. It's well, just, like, I didn't watch... Okay, um, I have seen the first Poltergeist many times I have watched Poltergeist when I was a child and it scared the fuck out of me and but the sequels I didn't watch later in in life however the second one the scene with the tequila worm I watched on TV when I was a kid so and I never knew what movie it was until later in life Uh, but yes as a child the first Poltergeist scared the living bejesus out of me I was a changed person after I watched Poltergeist yeah well this first Poltergeist well like not only only is it terrifying but it's a big deal like that was a big big fucking deal of a movie like in cinematic history yeah like yeah Yeah, yeah. like it made a ton of money and you know steven spielberg was involved it was it was a big deal yeah like it was huge it was huge 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 movie well we'll get to the first poltergeist and the third for now we'll start with the second one and give you some basic facts so we're at the beginning of the movie even like the beginning of the movie as well is really cool and eerie looking with like the clouds that are moving and they're out in the desert and now they're um like scavenging like underground and all that stuff but um so it was directed by brian gibson and it came out in 1986 it was produced and written by michael gray and Mark Victor. The budget was 19 million. Um, the box office made uh, 40.9 million. And I just want to mention that the first Poltergeist movie, the budget was 10.7 million dollars, mm-hmm. and the box office was 121.7 million. Fucking yeah, like that's ET dollars. money. Like it's yeah. ET money. I know. It's yeah. Big. It's, yeah it's well, big. and it's funny because like we'll like talk about it later, but Steven Spielberg was more actually of a director in uh, Poltergeist um, than Toby Hooper but because he was there was a clause in his contract that uh, stated that he couldn't direct a movie the same year that E.T. came out so Toby Hooper's name is on it but apparently like Steven Spielberg Spielberg had a lot more to do with it than people actually know. Yeah, I actually, I did see something about that as well, that Steven Spielberg basically just said that, that Toby Hooper was really laid back. He just was like, he he wasn't like, well, I think it should be like this. He was like, they were talking about it and Steven Spielberg, Spielberg yeah, why can't we anybody <laughs> say his fucking name? It's Sunday. Motherfucker, change your name. Yeah, anyways, <laughs> yeah. S-S-S-S, Steven Spielberg, said 
that, yeah, he was just like, he would give him direction or say, I think it should be like this. And Toby Hooper would be like, yeah, that yeah. sounds cool. Like, he just, like, was super easygoing. And whether or not that's just how he remembers it because yeah. of, like, the claws and everything like that. But, like, I, I didn't read much about what Toby Hooper actually said about his experience on on uh, the first Poltergeist. Well, I don't know if he would be... Well, I don't know if I would be questioning Steven Spielberg too much anyway. Right? I'd probably be like, oh, no, it's no, gonna you be do what that bull. motherfucker yeah. says, yeah. Like, man. he obviously has the golden touch. I know. So. Like, I can't even imagine how rich that fucker is, man. Oh, like, I love looking you're, shit Are you like gonna look up, how, yes. look up how much he's worth? I'm, I'm curious. Yeah, his net worth that. is probably... Yeah. Like, he, he doesn't even really have to, like... He doesn't even do much anymore, does he? Like, what's the last thing that Steven Spielberg's done? That, that fucking uh, Ready Player One. Was that, that was an amazing. I actually heard that movie. it was. Oh, really, I never saw it. Really, really fucking good. Um, apparently, it plays homage to a lot of '80s video game mm. fans. So, because we grew up in the '80s playing Nintendo and Sega and stuff, apparently, it has a lot. Have you seen it, Megan? You guys would really dig it. I, everybody has said that it's amazing. Yeah. Especially mm. if you grew up in the '80s playing video games. I just I haven't seen it yet. But did he? He directed it then. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. Is it is it people or is it like animation or what? I don't what's know. The deal? It's, it's people. Okay. It's people. Yeah, but it's got a lot of like CGI in it. So it's like yeah, it has a yeah. certain aesthetic. It's yeah. almost. Like, I have not heard one bad thing about it. Yeah. It's almost like how. Avatar was heavy, like heavy yeah. CGI type mm. of thing, but but like people, yeah. anyways. To put it um, into that world. Right. Yeah. So according to a few sources, his net worth in 2018 is 3.7 billion US That's fucking crazy. <laughs> How would you, I don't even know, that like concept like just like messes with my brain. Like I wouldn't even know what I would do with that much money. I would just donate like. Yeah, I'm sure it. he like, does. You know, he probably does a lot of charity stuff yeah. or whatever. But like, you know what I love about it though is like, okay, so he has literally his name attached to so many like super iconic films uh, in the 70s and the 80s, but he's still directs. He still does good stuff. Yeah, Yeah, like lots of people, like James Cameron, like the last thing he did was like, like just like, I mean, because James Cameron's like kind of equivalent, I would say to Steven Spielberg. Like the last thing he did was like Avatar in 2009. Like he's literally only done like eight movies in his entire fucking life. But they've all been giant. They have. But it's like, Steven Spielberg is still, like, he's yeah. still putting it out. He's still, like, working hard. He's still doing it. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, Avatar? Uh, yeah, well, I didn't it, like it It was, all. like, the pinnacle of his career. He was working, like, for ten years on it, and it was just, like... Basically a fucking ripped-off story. You just stole the fucking story of Dances with Wolves and Pocahontas. Which is funny, because not only that, let's think of his movie before that that was huge, which was Titanic, was yeah. it not? yeah. That story is already. We know how it ends. I know. Like, you don't he's even have to all watch these it. Stories. He's like, we'll throw Leonardo DiCaprio in there. Kate Winslet's gorgeous tits. Billy and yes. Zane. Billy Zane. But I will watch that movie ooh, for ooh, so Billy. Hot. So hot. Motherfucking Zane. And he's so angry and he forceful. He is. <sighs> yes. You know what? He still looks good too. <laughs> I saw. His dick on Google. I Megan, saw a photo Google of him. Up. I, I saw a photo of him like recently, like like yesterday, oh, he's and a he's, he still looks good. Him and Keanu Reeves, he looks fucking vampires. the same. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what what spell he's like or what potion he's drinking. Soul, but yeah. I want it. He sold his soul to the demons in Demon Night. I want it. Oh, those I demons. want it. I like their piercings. Oh my god, Billy Zane penis naked on Pornhub. 
Click it. Wow. But you know what though? Click it's like, it. It, it could be one of those like, have you guys seen those apps where people can like face swap yeah, faces yeah. and porn and shit like that? So I'm very skeptical. I don't know if it's. Yeah, really but imagine mad, if you like, clicked on it and even if it was face swapped, you'd be like, Billy Zane has a porn dick. It's huge. That's great. I'm impressed. I would just be like, yeah, I'd be willing to yeah. just like, like acknowledge yeah. the fact that he has a giant dick. Yeah, that'd be, he's Billy that'd be pretty Zane. cool. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool, man. That's all right. That'd be pretty cool, man. Yeah. Man. yeah. There's none in just like <laughs> images, and I'm not I'm not delving any further. No, right you don't now, want any cause... like viruses either. Yeah, <laughs> get one of them porn spam virus things. Although I'd I'd pretty much take a virus from Billy. Yeah, Zane. <laughs> <laughs> that's how badly we want to see Billy Zane's cock. Oh we will God. take a virus for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get one of them Trojan viruses. Yo. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> well, we talked about doing a ghost movie and. The logical approach would be to do the first one, but I thought that the second one would be more suited for the podcast, like, because the first one is obviously a fantastic fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, it's brilliant. It's genius. It's terrifying. But I also think that the second one is terrifying, but in a different kind of way mm-hmm. that suits our style, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, for sure. Just the first one, I think it, it is a little more serious. Yeah, it's very it's very serious. And I mean, it was a huge movie. Yeah. It's a serious movie. And, but what I love about this one, though, the second one, is that, yeah, okay, it's the second one. It's obviously not going to be as good as the first one, but it's still a pretty fucking awesome movie. I was going to say, but surprise, it is as good. It is, I mean... You think it's as good as the first one? I think that aspects of it are as good as the first one. Like, for example, I can watch the first one. Mm-hmm. The second, like I said, the second one, okay, they made some choice actors in the second one. Let me put it I like, love, I love I mean? that like it's the, the same actors. See, the, the fact that they cast the same actors in the same family, it makes it feel a lot more like the first one, too. But like, I think that the benefit of the second one that the first one doesn't have is Reverend Kane, and I think introducing that character makes it Fuck, for me yes. scarier than the first Dude, one. Dude, honestly, just because of I have role. so much to say about that guy. Right. Like, yeah. for sure, definitely. That that Kane, oh my god. Uh, so many people commented when we said that we would be doing Poltergeist 2 next uh, saying how Kane terrified them as kids. And like, I didn't watch the full movie when I was a kid, but when I did first watch it, I was just like wow yes that guy is horrifying yeah he's creepy he's like a literally a reanimated corpse and i mean <laughs> say like i know yeah. it's sad because it's like you know the the man who obviously played him he was not well yeah. while yeah, while he was filming and so like his like gaunt and frightening appearance is because he was like he was dying yeah so that's really sad but it, it also it is really it is really scary the fact that yeah he was like he was Fuck dying yeah, man. man like it he's, adds, he's it adds very so scary. much to the character and uh definitely gains a lot more respect apparently it was like supposed to be filmed in 3d there were a lot of scenes that were shown in the press like there was a lot of like pictures and promotional like posters that were cut out of the movie like apparently there was uh, a flying toaster during a breakfast scene which would have been 3d it just makes me think of friday 13th part 3 the 3D Friday Thirteenth, like the guy with the the yo yo. Yeah, like it's, it's like, like it's so, it's so obvious, obvious that, that it's blatantly supposed to be 3D. obvious. Like mm. it's like yes, we understand that was supposed to be 3D. I actually didn't know this until I did my research for this movie, but H.R. Giger was commissioned to create yeah. a lot of the designs, which totally makes sense because that fucking 
tequila worm, tequila worm. like it yeah. looks very Giger-ish. Um, but it's weird though because um, he didn't want to leave Switzerland for long periods of time, so he hired his colleague to go and represent him. But then when the movie came out, like uh, Giger was apparently very disappointed with the final results. Yeah, that's kind of it's really strange. Yeah. But it's like, well, if you want to do something right, then do it yourself. Yeah, yeah like just go. You oh know? my god, oh, okay, Big T. Like, sunken in eyeballs. Like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude. What a legacy to know that you're dying, though. To audition for the film, knowing that you're dying, and Mm. say, like, this is it. This is gonna be my last contribution to, like, humanity. Might as well make it creepy as fuck. Yep. Craig T. Nelson apparently hated filming the fucking scene with the tequila worm, the, like, vomit monster, because of how many times they had to do it. Oh yeah! Can you that imagine sounds... the sitting there and having to like regurgitate all day? Whose fault is that? Maybe if you got it right the first time. We should have been practicing. Learn how to fake puke, right? Idiot! God, <laughs> what am I doing? Fucking coach! Yeah, a fucking motherfucking coach! I actually like I have that in my notes, like under like Craig T. You Nelson. Actually, wrote motherfucking. Coach. Like the first thing I wrote was motherfucking coach. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch Coach? I did because I, I don't I, care about sports. Um. No. It was one of those shows that was always, like, on, like, either before or after a show that I wanted to watch. So it was, like, sometimes I would, like, watch a little bit of it. But I was, I never really knew a lot about the show or never, like, I like was religiously watching it. he's the coach I think of. it's football, isn't it? It's gotta be football. Don't, yeah. I don't even know. Like, honestly, and whenever it came on, I was like, sports, change the channel. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, well, like, I just have a, a very short paragraph about Craig T. Nelson so he uh, is in one of my favorite fucking like action movies uh, Action Jackson oh, yeah. I love that movie I still haven't seen it, it. oh my I still god haven't it's, seen it. okay I know. like it's crazy it, like Craig T. Nelson is the bad guy first of all he doesn't um, even look evil he's like, the I bad guy and there's like it's funny because there's like the scenes like where he's like fighting and doing like insane taekwondo and karate it's like clearly a stunt double it's so funny. You know what he's though? Like a dad. He's no, like he a actually dad yeah, he's a brown belt in karate though. Oh, that's right. He yeah, is. Yeah, so he he does but know it is some karate. That it is a stunt in that oh yeah, he probably didn't. I'm do not sure. He's not Tom he Cruise. He doesn't do his own stunt. Oh, I know, right? Um, but. Brown belt's right under black belt. Yeah, so it's like pretty he like stopped at brown belt. I know. Why would you One stop? One step away. You're from so black right. belt. Like why? Yeah. Maybe he injured himself or something. I'm gonna have to dig deeper into that. Because yeah. That's upsetting. To yeah, me. I know. Yeah, because usually if you see like, oh, he's a black belt in karate, you're like, damn. But yeah. it, but literally on his Wikipedia it says brown. He's a brown belt. Who cares? It's like yeah. what a loser. <laughs> I know. It's just okay, yeah. I guess. Well, Action Jackson is awesome. You should fucking watch it because it has Craig T. Nelson, fucking Carl Weathers, Sharon Stone, Vanity. Oh. Like, I fucking love Vanity. Um, That whole movie is just, it's amazing. It's one of my favorite action movies. He was actually asked to be in part three of Poltergeist, but he said no. Two was enough. That's what he said. Really? And yeah. It must so, have been that fucking tequila worm thing. Yeah, it must maybe. have been the fucking curse where everyone died. Well, oh, that yeah. too. <laughs> We're going like, to get into that too. This I is going to be like a extensive, extensive notes on that. A lot I of have people a died. Like, sorry, we're going to talk about death a lot in this episode. I know. So, um, like, maybe have an extra couple of drinks so that you're not, like, real sad. Yeah. Listeners out there in Witchfingerland. Yeah, but I'm assuming it's stuff that people probably already knew, but there is that curse. Where but that 
lot of people die during the filming of these movies. Yeah, and that would turn me off because you get close to them. So, like, your friends, almost family with these people you're Mm. making these movies with, and then they die. I don't... I could see him being like, you know what? I'm done. Like, yeah, I'm yeah. fucking done. He must, you must be exhausted after seeing yeah. some people die or like. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. I mean, she actually, that's not fair because Heather O'Rourke. That's hard. That's what she said. It makes me think of in 30 Rock, that fucking movie, The Rural Drawer. The Rural Drawer. Yes. So she was still alive, so not everyone was dead. But at the same time, lots of people did die in the first two, so I mean... Yeah. Heather O'Rourke? Yeah, she was. She lived, right? She was alive for the third one. one. That's what I'm saying. Like, so obviously her death didn't contribute to him not wanting to be in the third one because she was still alive. Yeah, but yeah, there's some other there's some other shit though that like went down. Like, yeah, like this movie or this franchise, I should say, has a lot of uh, interesting things. Like a lot, there's a lot of death, but part of the curse too. There's a lot of weird and interesting like just happenings that have happened to people as well so I guess we'll get into that later well well, one more thing I'll say about Craig T. Nelson uh I've never watched Modern Family but he was offered the role of uh Ed O'Neill's character in that movie yeah yeah, I could see that he turned it down oh what a dummy I've never seen that show is it funny I've heard that it's good um another interesting thing about Craig T. Nelson just sort of as like a an end note on that is that apparently he started his show business career as a comedian. Oh. So. Well, is Coach a comedy? I get, I mean, but it's one of those, like, canned laughter shows. Like, oh, okay. you know, like, where they, like, somebody does something that's not really funny, and then, like, the, like, fake crowd erupts into yeah. laughter. Like, oh, okay. Like that. Um, but, yeah, apparently he was, like, a stand-up comedian, and he started his career doing uh, comedy, which I personally can't really see, but, like... Yeah, good for him, I guess. I honestly weird. like the I I never watched Coach. The only thing that I really know him from is Poltergeist and Action Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much it. the only thing that he is he is really known for. Yeah. Is, is uh, are these movies? Um, I don't blame him for not wanting to do the third one though. I feel like the uh, third one is when they start to like lose the that spirit of the, the magic friend, yeah like, the like magic and the, as an actor you can you can really feel and see that like the budget for this movie was twice as much as the last one but it only made like uh, a third of of what the first one made and after that if they asked you again would you really want to do it knowing that they probably wouldn't even make as much money the third time because that's just kind of yeah. how it goes right so i i totally get it for sure well, the cast and crew, um, they didn't know that they used real skeletons for the cadavers in this movie, uh, which is funny because that's what I've always heard about the first one. I thought it's, it was the first it, one. But it's, it's not. One. It's, this, mm-hmm. it's this one. That's what I've always heard. Like, the pool scene, I thought I know. That's was. what I thought, yeah. too. That's what I thought, too. But it's this one. So the cadavers that they used for Poltergeist 2 are the ones that are real skeletons. Um, when they found out, the crew... <laughs> yeah wanted an exorcism i thought that was kind of funny because i was just like oh my god who fuck like me like personally i'd be like who fucking gives a shit but the guy who plays um like the taylor samson yeah uh yeah like the guy uh that uh, plays taylor actually performed the exorcism which is actually kind of neat because he was a real life shaman yeah. yeah, so he plays a shaman, and he actually is one. And he one. is one. That is really cool. Yeah, that's cool. And apparently people on the set, after he performed his ritual, claimed that the tension and the feelings, these negative energy kind of feelings that they had previous, like, disappeared. Probably because they felt, like, They relieved. drank the yeah. Kool-Aid. Yeah. 
It's such a No, I know, you're right. Like, it's like, well, they probably, like, everybody felt relieved because they were like, hey, now the exorcism is done, so everything is okay. And then that energy circled around, and it's just, like, kind of like, oh, now we're just like, oh, everything's okay, so everybody's okay, and then everything is okay. Yeah, Yeah. don't get me started. But it wasn't, though, because everybody still fucking died. I know, and it's like, yeah, people will die, no matter what. Oh, this part is scary. I oh, remember yeah, this. the part where, um, where uh, the mom, fucking uh, Joe Beth Williams, uh, Diane, is getting, like, sucked into the, the grass. It reminds like, me of Beetlejuice. Cool. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Of, like, that scene in Beetlejuice, yeah. We're here for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> That's <laughs> one of my favorite. Actually, one of my favorite things about Beetlejuice that I didn't notice until a few years ago, like, maybe ten years ago, the part where he, like, motions jerking off. Yeah, and he's like... That's a fucking kid's movie, man! Yeah, and he, like, looks up, tries to look up her skirt, uh, the the wife. Yes, yeah, yeah. But the part where he, like, motions jerking off, that's in Beetlejuice. I was like, when I first noticed that, I was in college, and I was like, oh my fucking god, Tim Burton, you Yo, kids nowadays are soft. Oh, yeah. That shit's fucked up. Like, we grew up on that. I guess millennials are all about eating ass. That's yeah. like the whole like thing now. With millennials. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like literally face. I wish you guys could just see. There is some face. like. Yeah, I, I mean, like I'm on Reddit and Imgur every single fucking day. So apparently, that's like that's what's hip with millennials now is eating ass. I mean, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm in, in, Okay, just... I'm gonna try to describe your face. It was like interest and like not shock at the same time but you were like concentrating i just didn't know. <laughs> you were like absorbing that information yeah that's what it was it was trying to absorb it like oh so yeah. other people are into that too what well, does that, that mean know. yeah <laughs> i guess they need something new to do oh that's Holy fucking funny shit. yeah oh god young people these days just eating ass <laughs> not the fact um well, speaking of the uh, the vomit creature, um, it was performed by a stuntman named uh, Noble Craig, and uh, he lost both his legs and an arm and an eye yeah. in the Vietnam War. Jesus. And it's funny because, like, when I first watched that scene, I didn't, like, you wouldn't think that it was played by somebody who lost their limbs. Yeah, but... But then it, you look at it and you're like, oh, it's probably just, like, a puppet, and, like, just the yeah. face or something. Like, yeah. I just always assumed it was a puppet, but no, it's like... It's a real motherfucker. I appre- you know what? Makes I appreciate it, like, more that. More badass yeah. for sure. Yeah. I appreciate it because it gives it a little bit of a more of a like a human and sort of tangible element. But like also, like you're I don't know, like maybe I'm just like kind of drunk and it's Sunday and I'm feeling a little <laughs> emotional, but it's like you're employing a, like a like a vet. Like that guy probably can't work. Um, actually, no, he does a lot of work. Apparently. Really? Does he do yeah. a lot of stuff? He does. Like he gets hired to do a lot of stunt work for That's sure. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Also, um, we're at the part where Heather O'Rourke and she's in the, her bedroom and the poltergeist shows up and there's a poster for E.T. Yeah. Like um, in the first placement. one, there's like, actually, really um, yeah, I know. there's an alien poster in the first one as well oh, uh, in her bedroom, which is kind of weird because like in the first one, she's what, like three years old. Yeah. Yeah. And there's like the alien poster with the, the egg and the green kind of thing. Yeah. I thought That's that was awesome. really cool. Well, so Dana, the older sister. Right. She was supposed to be in yeah, this Yeah, we gotta one. talk about this. Um, so her name is uh, Dominique Dune. <laughs> and uh, when I was doing my research on her, 
and her story, I was like raging when I was reading it. It's so sad. It's I know. like it pisses me off, actually. Senseless. And yeah. Like, okay, so they did have in the script a scene with Dana involving her going away to college, but she passed away, unfortunately, because her psycho fucking ex-boyfriend strangled her yeah. a few months after the first poltergeist came out. And she, poor little girl, was only 22. It's so fucked. So this motherfucker, fuck this guy, and fuck the judge. Um, yeah. So her ex-boyfriend, this guy named John Sweeney, piece of fucking shit... Uh, he was acquitted of second-degree murder and convicted of voluntary manslaughter and was sentenced to six and a half years but only served three and a half. That's Are you fucking kidding it? me? Um, the whole he was so violent. trial Ugh. that I was like, reading about it and people were like protesting outside. Like It was a shit show all because of this piece of fucking shit judge. Um, so... She was supposed to be in um, V, and me and Morgan are big fans of V, so she was supposed to be Robin Maxwell, the girl that gets pregnant with the alien child. She was actually, like, uh, rehearsing her lines, and uh, she was with the guy, the actor yeah, in who V. who is in and, V, yeah. Uh, they were rehearsing their lines. She's had, like, a very, like, terrible history with this ex-boyfriend of hers. So, basically, yeah, fuck the judge uh, during that court trial because he purposely left out his his previous girlfriend's testimony oh, okay. regarding her abuse with him, which would have established his violent history with women, but they fucking took it out of the verdict. Like, can you believe that? Yeah. So his ex-girlfriend before her, um, she testified and she told her story about how violent he was when she was with him and the judge, like, purposely left it out. Like, what is your fucking deal, dude? So, um... There's also an actress. Her name is Theresa Saldana. She was in Raging Bull. Um, she actually started a victims' rights group that protested the verdict, and uh, they staged a march outside. There was like protests and shit going on outside the courthouse. Dominique's mom founded a Justice for Homicide Victims' Rights group as well, and her father wrote a journal during the trial, and it was published in an article in Vanity Fair. I'd be really interested yeah. to read that. And yeah, so basically this guy only served three and a half years, and after he got out of prison, uh, he got a job working at a restaurant, I guess, like he was like some chef, and um, Dominique's brother and mother started handing out flyers to the customers at the restaurant and said, the flyers said, the food you eat tonight was cooked by the hands that killed like Dominique Dune and he eventually quit and then he moved out of Los Angeles and then in the 90s her dad was contacted by a doctor in Florida who had read his article in Vanity Fair and he was worried that his daughter was recently engaged to a man by the same name Ooh. and so they found out that it actually was the same guy and uh, they called her and they tried to convince her to call off the engagement and apparently um Sweeney fucking John Sweeney like eventually like uh was like I'm being harassed by these people he changed his name and um later like afterwards like 
they hired a private investigator. Like, her parents, like, would refuse to let it go. Good. Like, they were just like, no. Yeah. Like, well, you good. got away with murdering our daughter. Um, you're a fucking psychopath. You should not be free. And so, after that... They're like, harassing me. Go right? fuck yourself. Like, like, you... Honestly... Should be in prison for the rest of your life for strangling a 22 year Yeah, and you girl. know what? Just because she didn't want to be with you... I mean, it is unfortunate, a very unfortunate thing that happened, but there's, like, obviously nothing that you could do at that point, but I still understand, like, the fact that they just wanted him to get his ass handed to him and, like, fuck this guy and fuck the judge. Yeah, it honestly is, it's, it's really sad. It's sad that sometimes the justice system doesn't really give the people that deserve what's coming to them. For sure, definitely. I'm gonna need us to move on. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I can't do this. It's, it's so sad. sad. I know. Yeah, I like can't. I said earlier, like there's a lot of death in this. I episode. can talk about the death, the rest of yeah, the deaths, but yeah, that one for I sure. just, like, yeah. 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 It's too much. <laughs> well, let's talk about Brian Gibson. So the director. Um he Poltergeist 2 is the only horror movie that he did. And he worked for, so he's British, so he worked for the BBC, and he won a BAFTA award for Best Director for the BBC movie Blue Remembered Hills, and Helen Mirren is in it, and she's yeah. a fucking queen. Yeah, she, she's a queen. She's a queen. queen. Isn't she the one that sews, like, curse words, like, into, like, uh, what, what's that, like? Embroidered? Embroidered. Yeah. She, embro- she makes these, like, embroidered uh, things that just say, like, cunt on them. <laughs> She no, does she. That? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure she does. She is oh, fucking yeah. fabulous. I actually saw an interview, sort of recently, with her on Stephen Colbert, and she literally walked up there. Oh, and then she just she like, fucking grabbed him, him and just fucking kissed him, like just like amazing. what a devil yeah, woman. Yeah, she yeah. Is oh, a devil she's woman. fucking amazing. Damn. I love her. Yeah, she's yeah, fucking she's awesome. awesome. Uh, well, he also directed. Okay, so this <laughs> he directed a short film called Kilroy Was Here, and it's a tie-in to the Sticks album of the same name, oh. and they played it before each show during a tour in 1983, and I watched it. Yeah. Wow! <laughs> Holy fuck! You guys should fucking watch it. It's on YouTube. It's about like 13 minutes long. Uh, Just Google fucking Kilroy was here. And it's basically like it takes place in this like post-apocalyptic world where rock music is like banned. And so if you are like a heavy meddler or like a rocker, like you go to prison Mm -hmm. and this prison is like manned by robots that are like the robots from the Styx albums. What? It's so bad. It's so bad. So, like, this, the guys in Sticks are, like, in the prison. And, like, they're they're in, like, the rec room or something. And he, like, Dennis the Young, like, makes a joke about, like, rock and roll. And then, oh like, robot God. comes over. He's like, that allowed, not allowed. And he, like, there's one part where Dennis so the Young bad. is, like, in his cell and the like this robot comes in there and he's like trying to convince the robot that rock and roll isn't really all that bad you know like and he like tricks him and like rewires his wires and like escapes from the fucking rock and roll prison oh it's my god so, it's so bad i was like what am i watching that's so weird because i was just and not even to do with this but i w- had just been reading you know you get onto these like loops on instagram where it's like interesting yeah. facts or whatever kilroy was here was a piece of graffiti yeah. from world war ii mm-hmm. yeah and i just 
separately write about like pages and pages about that. Interesting. Yeah, it was like a um, an American expression in World War Two, and they it was seen like all over the world. Like it was something that soldiers were leaving all over the world. It was almost like you know like Yasmina was here. Like yeah. so soldiers okay. would write Kilroy was here. So was it like a metaphor for like killing like creative? And that was or the something? that was the drawing. Yeah, it was oh, like, just oh, like a little dick nose. Yeah, the dick nose. Yeah. I remember that. That's so... Well, you guys should seriously watch this, like, Sticks fucking movie, I think. It's kind and of it's a movie. It's so... It, it's awful. Like, I was, like... I was watching it, and I was, like, texting my friend, and I was, like, uh, well, I'm currently watching a fucking Sticks short, and there's robots, and rock and roll is banned, and you go to jail for listening to rock music. Oh, my God. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, it sounds okay. Um... But he's also done some other cool stuff, too. He actually, he directed uh, the Tina Turner uh, oh biopic. Oh, my God. Fucking What's Love Got to yeah, Do With It? What? I tell you. Dude, what? What's Love Got to Do With It is That's a great badass. movie. That movie uh, fucking seriously, like, shaped, like, feminism at one point yeah. when that movie came out. Like, I remember seeing the trailer in theaters and just, like, Angela Bassett was so fucking badass. Also, and all the women in the theater were like, She's a vampire. Mm-mm. She's another vampire. Yeah, it's yeah, true. she yeah. Le- like because she was in American Horror Story, uh, the last season or whatever. Was she yeah, not? She looks voodoo lady in it. Oh, and, so the season before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I don't really in, watch um, the show, but Black yeah. Panther. Yeah, yeah. But I just literally. Black yeah. Oh, and she's also fucking in the new Mission Impossible Fallout, which oh, I went cool. and saw. And like literally, I don't know what she's, she's doing. She. It, she's a vampire. Like, she looks... I don't know how old she is. She's probably maybe in her 60s. She looks, like, 35. She's like, a queen. I don't know. She's a queen. Queen. I don't know what she's doing, but it's working for her. Yeah. But yeah, that movie was very... Uh, that was a very intense. I Lawrence know. Fishburne was terrifying in that movie. Dude, like, fucking Ike Turner was yeah. terrifying. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that movie is fucking badass. Brian Gibson also directed a movie called The Juror. The Juror! With Demi Moore and Alec Baldwin. Yeah, and, like, I remember the cover of it, but I never watched Likewise. the movie. Yeah. Um, the Rural Juror. <laughs> Oh fuck! But I, uh, I don't really have like that much about the writers and the producers, Michael Gray and Mark Victor. But they seem to always work together. Mm-hmm. So they co-wrote the first Poltergeist with Steven Spielberg, and they both also wrote Marked for Death with Steven Seagal. Oh, wow. And we have been talking about possibly yeah. doing a Steven Seagal marathon. Yeah, soon. Must. yeah. And uh, they also wrote. Do you guys remember that atrocity, Cool World? Yeah, yeah. I remember Cool World. I tried to watch it recently, and I was like, nope. I turned it off. Who's the babe in Cool Brad World? Brad Pitt. Oh, my God. Brad nice. Pitt and Kim Basinger. Oh, my God. That movie is a pile of shit. <laughs> I tried to yeah. watch it. Like, I remember watching it when I was a kid thinking, oh, my God, it's so cool with yeah. the cartoons and the real people. Yeah. Like, whoa. And I watched it, like, maybe a couple years ago, and I was like, oh, my God. This is this is a fucking stinking turd. A stinking turd. It's awful. It's so bad. Um, but they also produced Sleepwalkers. Which I love. That's fucking cool. Great. I yeah, fucking that is a great... love Sleepwalkers. It's been a while since I've seen it, but oh, I have God. I've seen it more times Creepy. than I probably should have. Creepy sure. fucking uh, incest cat people. The incest is so like prominent, so in your face. I know, right? Like we get it. You fuck your mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this was the part that I turned it off. 
Oh, when uh, Kane is at the screen door. Well, he starts yelling at them. He's like, you're all gonna die in there! God and I just can't stand it. holy temple. temple. Apparently that is said so nine times. Yeah. Nine times in this movie. So speaking of, I know we talked about the E.T. poster. I totally, like, oof. It's Sunday brain. The Lord's got a hold of my brain I tonight know. and he won't let go. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Drew Barrymore auditioned for um, yeah. Heather O'Rourke's role. Yeah, yeah she did. Didn't get it. <laughs> Heather O'Rourke's role. It's hard to say. Like, a lot. Why? Like, Steven Spielberg, Heather O'Rourke, the Drewer. The Drewer. <laughs> Yeah. I, yeah, we like we do have Sunday brain. It's one of those things. We're just yeah. bur- we're just a little bit burnt. But mm-hmm. I think that's interesting because like Steven Spielberg worked with like Drew Barrymore before, and she's obviously like you know a really good actress or whatever. Yeah. Like as a child actress, it's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But like apparently he was looking for sort of like the quintessential perfect child. Yeah. When yeah. he found Heather O'Rourke uh, to cast as Carol Ann, and she was actually on the studio lot. With her mom eating lunch, yeah, and her sister actually is an actress as well, um, and she her sister was actually doing some TV stuff, and he just saw her eating lunch and was like, "This is the girl." Like he asked her her name, and she told him her name, but then she said, "You're a stranger, so I can't talk to you." He was right then. He was probably like, "Perfect." Yeah, yeah. I know. So he a thought bit that she had something and wanted to cast her for the role of uh, Carol Ann. Um, after her second audition, he asked her to scream a lot, and uh, she did so hard that she cried. Aww. And um, she had an uncanny ability to memorize her scripts, like 60 pages in an hour. What? Which is insane. She wow. Was, yeah, I know, right? For like a fucking like four or five year old. Like, that's Damn. insane. Um, she got to keep the goldfish from the first Poltergeist. Oh, that's precious. And um, I looked this up, but she did commercials for Mattel and McDonald's when she was three. Mm. And she's the fucking on the box for Mattel's My First Barbie in 1980. Aww. If you Google it, like, she's got like that perfect little girl. Yeah, face she does. With yeah. like blonde bangs. She's like a little angel. Yeah. She was also in um, Happy Days and uh, Webster. Did you ever watch Webster? Mm, For some reason, a little I, bit. I watched Webster when I was a kid. I don't know that little that little boy. Yeah. He was like he a was, little peanut head. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he did. He's a little peanut head. A little peanut head. Yeah, I don't know why. Head. For some reason, Emmanuel Lewis. Yeah. I just like I I watched. It was always on TV. I just always watched Webster. Um, but wasn't there like so a weird random. thing about Emmanuel Lewis that he was like a grown ass man? Like he was <laughs> no, like, oh, that's the he's other like a, guy. No, he's a little person, isn't he? No, that's the other guy. Which one? Yeah, I think he was older than what he was portraying because he's his just a nickname person. is the tallest forty inches in Hollywood. Oh, I'm thinking of a different. I'm thinking of a different peanut head. You're right. Ah, uh, you're yes. right. That guy, yes. Yeah. The guy I'm thinking of, I think like, oh, it wouldn't make sense in the timeline because I think he like did guest appearances in things like Say by the Bell and Fresh Prince of okay. Bel Air. Yeah. And it was just sometimes child actors. Like, they overact their little cuteness, yeah. and it drives me fucking nuts. Yeah. It has nothing to do with what we're talking about. I just want to, <laughs> <laughs> just to get, it, get that out there. We get it. You're young and you're cute, okay? Yeah, Perfect. like, fuck off. You have no <laughs> hair. You don't smell weird yet. We get it. Yeah, I don't know why. For some reason, I always watched Webster <laughs> when I was a kid. It was very random. Um, but, yeah, unfortunately, uh, sorry, death. Heather O'Rourke, she passed away as well. Um, so, she actually is buried right next to... Uh, Dominique 
um, Dune as well. They're buried in the same cemetery. So she had Crohn's disease and intestinal uh, stenosis. And that's when you have an abnormal narrowing of blood vessels or like a tubular organ. So it was her intestines. And um, so it prevented um, proper digestion. And um, she was also sick with giardiasis, which is a parasitic disease that caused her to vomit one morning and on the way to the hospital she had a cardiac arrest and then she died later that day having surgery for the obstructed intestine because it was complicated by septic shock so she had like a lot of issues which is very unfortunate um her mother claimed that the reason why she died was for being misdiagnosed the first time she actually was brought to the hospital because they yeah. said that the That's doctor right. just said that it was just the flu. Ah, uh, well, you know what though? And it's it interesting. Was not because that sometimes does happen. Like yeah. septic shock is like it's no fucking joke, and like it does get. Fuck no, uh, that's like when like all your organs basically yeah. like stop working. Yeah, and fail. Yeah, and so like a lot of times like uh like doctors will just be like yeah you just have the flu or whatever yeah. so like whatever. But um, um she actually was prescribed uh, steroids to treat the disease. By the time she was filming Poltergeist 3. And I just found, found that an interesting note. Because when I watched Poltergeist 3. I don't know if you know what like steroids like yeah, sort of does to your body. Looks, she looks yeah, very puffy she, and yeah, round. Yeah, I know. And her yeah. cheeks were yeah, like Yeah, so you can tell that like, she was on, on a, a, yeah. like a steroid, a corticosteroid or something sure. like that. So, yeah. Like you she's can tell that she was She's fucking like, wild. honestly though, for like her age. she's a She was a fantastic actress. Yep. Like, the fact that she can memorize that many, like, lines, and, yeah, she was great in the third one. Like, she was really, like, into that role in the third one, for sure. Um, but, yeah, she was only 12 when she died. Her inscription so says, Carol Ann from Poltergeist 123. And um, she's also, her space in the mausoleum is next to Truman Capote's. Oh, weird. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we mentioned that Drew Barrymore also auditioned for the role uh, before she was in, in E.T. So Steven Spielberg probably was just like, well, I want Heather. Keep in mind. For yeah. Carol Ann, and then you get fucking Gertie in E.T. Crazy. Gertie. Gertie. That's her name, right? What? You gonna spit out a kid? Let's name it Gertie. Oh, right? Ger- oh, Gertrude. And like it came out of a grandma vagina. Gertrude. <laughs> Like, seriously, like, I'm gonna name you Gertie. <laughs> a grandma vagina. Oh, that just yeah. made my day. Literally uh, so, wearing glasses. Um, we're at the part where, uh... Hold this the, part, no. Okay, so this, uh, Oliver Robbins, like, who plays Robbie, this is the part where his braces, like, fucking, like, attack his face. I relate to this scene because like, <laughs> I just recently had braces in my life and I just got them taken off about like three years ago. And uh, I wa- when I, I watched this movie when I had my braces and I was like, oh great, now I'm going to have fucking nightmares uh, about them tonight. Yeah, it is pretty scary. Yeah, and like he's like fucking strung up on the wall. Oh like, my god. I just like how it took no time at all. One minute it just started. And yeah, I know. Next, next minute, minute he's, he's like, like literally in a yeah. web of wires. It's really scary. Yeah. Yeah, like, this movie is still pretty fucking scary. Like, they so upped it with um, all the ghost scenes. Like, they, they came up with, you know, like, more original ideas. Like, they didn't repeat a lot of things right. from the first one, which is what I really like. Yeah. And, yeah. like, how they introduced yeah. Kane, yeah. like, a new character. But my, my favorite thing, the reason Poltergeist, the original, is in my, like, top three easily favorite horror movies, like, take on a deserted island horror movie, is because of, like, the family connection I really, really like. Yeah. Like, the mom and dad are, like, so super in love and, like, dote over each other and, like, 
like yeah. just like swoon over each other the I whole know. time. You've only been yeah. married since like high school, and like they love their kids so much, and the whole basis. the character development is strong in these movies for I sure. I love it compared I know. to like nowadays horror movies where it's all about the scare kind of mm-hmm. like you don't really have yeah, that I know. like that connection. Like it's like when you see the characters. Uh, suffer, you suffer too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I, that's, yeah, I really like the... the that's what I hated connection. about the fucking remake. Piece of yeah. shit. Oh, fuck, I never I even saw it. I never you even bothered. You should just watch it just cause you understand my hatred. It'll get you, it'll get you mad. It Dude, me and Megan, like, we watched it when we lived together, yeah. right? Yep. Like, we were yep. so angry. Yep. It's just like, there was no passion with the mother whatsoever no. like no, she's like your right. fucking daughter is stuck in a, like a different dimension right. and you're seriously like not even emoting come on <laughs> it's just like it's it's rotten and apparently the the girl who played the sister like the older sister had never even watched the first one what before she How? did the, i know they, how can she, you do that she, how can she you admit, not do your i research? saw it like i was like doing some research on the fucking remake and like even the poster sucked oh the poster the poster was fucking retarded but yeah like this the girl who played the older sister like admit that she's like i've never even seen poltergeist it's like what oh my god yeah that movie made me irate but the fucking diane the original diane like joe beth williams like she nails that character in these movies like she's so passionate and um She's from uh, Jo Beth Williams. Like, I don't really know, like, that, that much about her, but she's from Houston, and um, she had to actually take voice lessons to neutralize her, like, Texas accent. Oh, that's precious. Yeah. yeah. She's in a bunch of stuff, but a bunch of stuff that I've never heard of. Like, she does do a lot of TV, um, but she was in season two of Dexter, and uh, she turned down the role for Murphy Brown. Oh. You know that's what, funny, though? because, like, and Craig T. Nelson turned down the role for that modern family yeah. and she turned down the role for that show like that show was huge yeah and you know what though it's funny though because i know like candace bergen obviously did like an amazing job but i could see her i could see joe beth williams yeah like, as being, Murphy like Brown. an anchor lady. i could i could see her doing yeah, that. yeah for sure but they her and craig t nelson were also in another movie together called stir crazy and richard pryor and gene wilder are in it and they were the dynamic duo like the comedy world back then megan you would appreciate this her favorite movie is gone with the wind oh yeah isn't that your favorite movie yeah definitely that's That's really cute yeah she seems like a lovely lady she still does cons and stuff yeah yeah that's really cool Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know she what? seems awesome. Speaking of uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder, I just watched the other day a movie that they're both in called Silver Streak about like a murder on a train and it was so Dude, their uh, their movies are adorable. Oh I just love watching movies from like the 70s yeah. because like I've said it before, like the sexism is so in your face it's and like the women top. are just objects yeah, and like the racism is so even though some of the main actors, yeah. you know, are African-American. There's still this, like, racism in your face about it. And it's just like, this is so absurd. Yeah. I watched a lot of Richard Pryor when I was a kid because my uncle fucking looks exactly like him. It's super weird. I'll show you a picture of him. <laughs> yeah, my uncle <laughs> looks like Richard Pryor. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. Yeah, man, my uncle fucking looks like Richard Pryor. <laughs> He was hilarious. I remember, like, when he hosted Saturday Night Live in the 70s, he did an impression of somebody on acid, and it was hilarious. It was <laughs> oh my God. so... Like, Richard Pryor was fucking 
awesome. I love that man. But yeah, speaking of the the brother, um, so Oliver Robbins, um, he did some stuff when he was a kid, but then he took a break from acting. So he was in Airplane 2, he was in a Twilight Zone episode, and he was in a movie called Don't Go to Sleep. It was like a made-for-TV movie, but I remember like seeing the cover Mm -hmm. before but he's now more of a writer and a director and um this is interesting the scene in the first poltergeist with the clown that strangles him and drags him under his bed well he was actually being choked by the prop as fucking i know right he couldn't breathe but steven spielberg thought he was just acting and he was like you're doing great doing good and then he was and like i'm actually fucking, fucking turning joking. blue and he like noticed his face turning blue and that's when steven spielberg like ran over and like fucking pulled the puppet off of him and like saved his life it's that that kind of shit really really scares me it's like in the scene funny enough steven spielberg um that opening scene of jaws there's actually people oh, underwater yes. oh my God, pulling that yes. girl around, and she was actually panicking. Dude, and she, like, I've heard that that right? actress had like tons of bruises all over her yeah, body. Yeah, and she like, had some major really, psychological like really? issues about the water after that mm. because of that. See, like she couldn't breathe. She was like getting fucked up, which was great because it, she looks horrible. Yeah. Oh my God, that scene. But she's a stunt woman as well. Me. Like, and so it's, so, like, so it's crazy. Spielberg just. He's like, yeah, good for yeah, you. Good job. You're doing great. It's so realistic. Make my wallet bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, man. I fucking, uh, that, that scene in Jaws, like, still scares the fuck out of me now. Like, it's just, uh, it's, ter- it's fucking terrifying. All right, well, um, Zelda Rubenstein. I love her name. She's so adorable. And I love her. She is adorable. So she plays Tangina. Uh, she's only she's only four three, and uh, she passed away in two thousand ten um, due to lung and kidney failure causing a heart attack. Um, but she actually got a scholarship to the University of Pittsburgh and has a degree in bacteriology, cool. which, which is, is amazing. Cool. Um, then after working in medical labs for a few years, uh, she pursued acting, and Poltergeist was her first major role. And um, she was also the voice for Skittles. And like the- I love that candy. <laughs> oh, you mean the candy? The candy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I actually love Skittles. Like the original Taste the Rainbow. Oh, uh, yeah. Creepy little like. Oh. Taste the Rainbow. Yeah. Right. That's her. Cool. And uh, she was a pretty fucking badass queen. She was yeah. a huge activist for the fight against AIDS. And she promoted safe sex as her son was gay. And um, she had a friend that died of AIDS as well. So she was very passionate about that, which is adorable. And um, she also has a small role in 16 Candles, which I love. And uh, she was also in a Tales from the Crypt episode. And the episode that she's in has Robert Patrick. Ooh. He can T-1000 me any (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Twiggy is in that episode, too. Oh. Yeah, which is pretty cool. She was in that. Did you guys ever watch that show picket fences yeah no i remember it i I don't think i ever watched it yeah watched it and uh do you guys remember that other show that was like kind of like uh about ghost stories and shit uh scariest places on earth uh linda blair was also a host on it Mm -hmm. i remember when it was on tv when i was still living with my parents but um I, it was just like one of those shows that was like Unsolved Mysteries and I was like well I think I just would rather watch Unsolved Mysteries yeah totally Ooh! he's about to fucking drink the tequila worm oh and the I like dolls. how like the tequila worm is like watching him with his eye too I just don't like 
I can't watch that part after. Like the the creature really freaks me out, but f- before the creature, he vomits like, the creature. Possessed. He like gets He's all like rapey me. with his wife. I know. And I yeah. I don't, I don't know. That freaks me. It's out. okay. However, it's not. It's not coach. It's okay. I know, but he does such a good job mm-hmm. when he plays like the possessed, like when he plays Reverend Kane in his body. And you know what? His face changes. I swear to fucking God, he's such a good actor. Yeah. Like his smile gets wider. His, oh, like, like he you becomes see more of him. His teeth. And you, you know, know what? And I seriously, like, I will say that, yeah, I love like my cheesy, like 80s action movies, but his, that reminds me of his character in Action Jackson because he's the bad guy. He's the villain. And he's just so He's very, like, snaky and shit in that movie and, like, fucking, I'm not going to give anything away, but Sharon Stone is his wife in it and he does something bad to her and it's like, yeah, like, his, when he's possessed by Kane in Poltergeist 2, totally reminds me of his character in Action Jackson. Ooh, spooky. Yeah. Um, so he is, uh, yes, drinking the tequila. Blech. All right, let's see Just, like, thinking about drinking tequila makes me want to vomit. You don't like tequila? I can't do it. Me well, neither. but you know what, I thought though? you did. I thought you liked tequila, though. I'm wrong. That might be me. You like tequila. I, well, wi- I will drink it if morning. I'm like, okay, let's get fucked up. But I think it's, uh, the reason why I hate it is because I always drink the shitty tequila like i've heard that there is good tequila out there in the world i've just never tried it because it's so expensive i've had good tequila before and it's it is a lot different it still gives you you know when you take a shot of tequila and you, know, you drink it and then you, you get the, <laughs> you get the willies a little bit yeah. yeah it's still a little bit like that but but like good tequila is like it's way more smooth yeah, so yeah, it doesn't. I've never it tried doesn't that. have that sharp like you know nasty kind of there's like something yeah. about it I'm that's very it right now <laughs> Like thinking about it, like I just I drank a lot of tequila in my twenties, and now I'm just like, what? How did I even do that? Yeah, well, you know, it's not something that I do very often, and I wouldn't go out of my way ever to like purchase tequila just yeah. to drink it. But if I was ever offered like a tequila shot, hundred percent I would take it because I feel I always feel like whenever I drink tequila, you're like hundred like, percent more drunk. I after. feel better. Like I like I I don't know. It makes me crazy. Well, is it basically. Jose Cuervo is like the shitty tequila, right? It's like low. It's like yeah, lower. Yeah, yeah. Or like that's like the Jack Daniels of whiskey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I it just like fucks me up. Jack Obviously, Daniels. I mean, that's what it's for. But oh, Jack Daniels. That's yeah. Yeah. But I will admit the Jack Daniels honey. Oh, so good. Is delicious. Drank too much, I ruined it. But it is good. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I just like, I know liquor, just like, I'm too old for that shit. Oh my god. See? Yeah, yeah I know. His teeth, like, come out. He's not coach now. No. <laughs> and he, like, slows his speech and, like, yeah. really it's nails so it. creepy. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Oh my god. Like, don't touch her. Yeah, get out of here, creepy fucking I know. cane. Ew. Well, let's talk about Julian Beck uh, while he's, uh, Inside coach. <laughs> <laughs> so deep. So deep I know, inside right? him. So meta. Julian Beck is also a poet and a painter. And this story reminds me of Stuart Gordon and his wife. So he co-founded the Living Theater in New York City with his wife, Judith. Um, and the Living Theater is the oldest experimental theater group in America. There's even a documentary about it. Um, it's called Signals Through the Flames. Cool. And, yeah, like it's just like Stuart Gordon and his wife. Like they started. Yeah that theater in Chicago. Right. But Julian and his wife, Judith, uh, they 
had an open marriage. So this is kind of interesting, interesting. because as I was reading this, I was like, okay, now Cain doesn't seem so terrifying to me now He's because so of uh, what I know about him now. Um, so they, uh, he had another long-term relationship with a man. Okay. So he was bisexual. And um, so the theater that they founded got a lot of attention in the 50s and 60s due to their controversial plays regarding like drug addiction, politics, radical anarchist messages, and nudity, which led to arrests for indecent exposure. Yeah. Yeah, which that is sounds what fucking Stuart Gordon exactly like that. Yeah. I wonder if they knew each other. Nudity. Uh, I don't think so because this was in New York and Stuart was in Chicago. Yeah, but they probably knew the same people. Yeah, because yeah. if you're stirring up shit in that same pot, like you gotta like and get this though. Yeah. But get this, like um, one of the fucking uh, plays that Julian Beck performed in, he was on acid and like didn't like one of Stuart Gordon's plays like. The actors were all on acid too, like the Peter Pan one. I think so. All, it's yeah, like, it's like supposed to be a trip. an acid trip. Yeah, yeah. oh the sixties, yeah. right? <laughs> what a time! But yeah, even like Jim Morrison was a huge fan of his theater work, and he used to attend his plays all the time. Probably on acid. Probably. And um, <laughs> ride the snake. He, so uh, Julian Beck died of stomach cancer shortly after filming Poltergeist 2. So uh, Corey Burton is a voice actor and he dubbed his voice in post-production and he apparently smoked half a pack of cigarettes before recording so he could get that raspiness. Oh my god. And Heather O'Rourke was so scared of him the first time she saw him she burst into tears. Like he is fucking terrifying looking man. For sure. But some of his other notable work is he was in an episode of Miami Vice. (laughs) That's cool. And uh, fucking nine and a half weeks that movie with Kim Basinger yeah. and mm-hmm. Mickey Rourke the guy who did nine and a half weeks is also the same guy who directed Fatal Attraction and Jacob's Ladder cool. so I've never seen oh, nine nice. and a half weeks but, but now I, I want to watch it now that I know that it's the same guy that did Jacob's Ladder because Jacob's Ladder yeah. is so it's great. good and yeah, Fatal Attraction great. is pretty good yeah too. it is right that, that yeah, was a I fabulous know. movie I mean like how could you not stalk Michael Douglas well, I would the 90s? <laughs> oh I was gonna say yeah. I like whoa, how your face whoa, changed whoa, like whoa. Oh, in the 90s. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yes, no, Michael definitely. Douglas looks like fucking Kane now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, dear. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, but oh, one dear. other movie that uh, Julian Beck is in that I've oh, never seen, but I... Oh, my God, no. Ah! He's like, bar- he barfed out the fucking worm. This shit fucked with me when I was a little kid. Why was this on TV? Why? This was on TV during the day. Yeah, it's kind of like Ghostbusters. I, yeah. It is. I don't know, it, man. No, this no. is like fucked. He literally puked up a horse cock. Like, that was really big. I was gonna say, it looked like his poor mouth. But yeah. I think they could because, like, no, it's scary, but oh. no one dies in this movie. There's no kills. No, there's yeah, no, you're right. there's no That's violence. That's what I love about these movies is the yeah. fact that no one dies, but it's still terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, like, fucking, like, the, the tequila worm is now, like, being shaped into... There's some Geiger the, shit right yeah, there. Yeah, the Geiger. Yeah. My God, I can't believe this was on TV. But it also is believable at the same time, because it's like, when we were kids, we've talked about this before, all the movies that were supposed to be kids' movies, like, Return to Oz and shit, were, yeah. like, terrifying. So this is like yeah this is cool to be put on tv like i can't i still can't get over you it. shouldn't have been watching those channels what the fuck were you doing watching those channels they weren't Mina? like private or anything like i don't we know we only had 30 channels when we were kids and you just so happened <laughs> i, I, I should have been outside on my trampoline <laughs> oh fuck what was i thinking your mom's a trampoline <laughs> 
trampoline. <laughs> but another movie that Julian Beck was in that I've never seen, but I love Francis Ford Coppola's work, um, The Cotton Club. Oh. Huh. Yeah, I've never seen that. Oh. 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 Hmm. Fascinating. But yeah, no, that, that fucking part with the tequila worm, like, that shit is fucked up. Yeah, you know the face of the like creature when he like you like yeah. that that actually like I don't I have seen this movie before, but I don't remember I feel like watching it I don't remember as much as I think I should, but the face of that fucking creature is like yeah. I remember that. It's like <sighs> burnt Spoiler. in there. This is the one where they go under the house eventually, and there's like caves and shit, right? Yeah, yeah they go yeah. back to their old house, right? I love, and I love stop motion. Yeah. Oh. So the mom just like closed the door. No, it closed. Okay. Yeah, she's like, see you like, later. Out. See ya. But yeah, a lot of this animation really reminds me of Ghostbusters, especially yeah, in the second one. Yes, yeah, the second one. Yeah, like. There's uh there's a few parts where like the clouds roll in and You're so right. It, it Ghostbusters there's a lot in like the yeah. city where like the clouds kind of come over and well, stuff. Well, I was actually going to say like I made a short list of like ghost movies that I'll bring up later, but Ghostbusters definitely comes up for sure. Yeah, cuz it was like the second one especially, mm-hmm. the second Ghostbusters was like a kids movie, I get it, but it was scary as fuck. Yes, the first one is terrifying Who, too. But yeah. But who's what's that actor's name again? The baby stealer from Ghostbusters Two. He's like, hey, Vigo, like, hey, he's like this. Oh, like, like the minion. The, yeah, his minion. Uh, um, he's also in fucking Dragon Slayer. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. That's I just watched. One. I just watched Dragon Slayer. Dragon. Oh my god! Wow. Oh my I cannot god. talk we today. Are done. I know. Good. We're done. Uh, Peter McNichol is his name. Jeez, I wa- I was watching something. Dragon Slayer and I was just like, hey, that's that motherfucker from Ghostbusters Two. He's, he's got like the like the little fro. He's got like a Clint Howard. Oh, he's fro going he's, on. He's really really creepy. Yeah, I think he was in that Ally McBeal. Oh god. Show, Harrison Ford's wife. That's all I know. Are they still married? Fuck, I don't know. Uh, Calista Flockhart is that? Yeah. Her name? What a weird name. She's not good enough for him. <laughs> You're right. I agree. That is not good enough for Han Solo. No. <laughs> we are so judgy. Yeah, we are. We really are. <laughs> You're not good enough for Han Solo. <laughs> Take a hike. He's a Beat lot it. older than her, though, I think. Oh, yes. Now he's Han Oldo, so <laughs> whatever. Oh, <laughs> uh, Well, okay, so Megan, you've seen the third one. Yeah. Morgan, you've only seen I saw half part. Of it, I right? saw part of it, yeah. Well, the third one is like, I like it. I like it. But out of the three, it's the least liked one, I guess. But I, I still like it, though. It's still a good movie. It came out in 1988, and it was directed by Gary Sherman, who also directed a movie that I... I own called uh, Wanted Dead or Alive with Rutger Hauer and Gene Simmons. (laughs) Gene Simmons is in it? (laughs) Yeah. And he plays this like this like Arab fucking uh, He plays an Arab? Yeah, he plays yeah. That seems weird. And it's funny because he plays like a terrorist in a lot of these movies, like Runaway, he's a terrorist. Yeah, he's a terrorist wanted dead or alive. And it's funny because like every time he shows up on the screen, they play this like Arab like Egyptian. No, they don't. That is so ignorant. Oh my god. Yeah. 
And um, he's also, so, uh, I know, right? Yeah, like, it's, just, it's oh. just makes it funnier because it's Gene Simmons' yeah. face, and it's just like, like uh, I wouldn't uh, be surprised uh, if they had on, if they had him wearing shoes with, like, a curled toe, oh right? Like, carrying oh, yeah. a rug under his arm or something, like, what the It was fun? actually a pretty watchable movie. I it's mean, so like, that you're, like, reminded that he's, like, Arabic every time he comes on screen. Yeah. Like, just, just so you know. He's, he's very yeah. olive tone. He's, yes, he he's is. one of those yeah. people that he could be anything. He could be Greek. He could be a Italian. He could be he could so be... fucking Greek. Yeah. Oh I know. my god. Yeah. Plus he's hairy and slimy. Yeah. He's, got that, <laughs> he's got that fucking goblin mop hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Do we know his his like heritage? He's Jewish. He's Jewish, yeah. Everybody in Kiss is Jewish. It's yeah. like a prerequisite. Yeah, <laughs> never mind. Yeah. I did know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um god. well Gary Sherman also directed that Dead and Buried movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh the That's cover good... is better it's than the fucking... movie. Well, it was okay. I didn't mind it, but uh, yeah, the cover is fucking, it's yeah. so iconic. But, um, so the third one has, uh, Lara Flynn Boyle, and I thought it was actually interesting that her name in the movie is Donna, because she's Donna in Twin Peaks. Yeah. And, um, that was actually her film debut, and, uh, she, I would have to say, overacts in Poltergeist. Yeah. Movie. Like, there's one part where she's like, Jesus fucking Christ, just stop yelling, Carol Ann. Like, do you remember the part where they, like, she comes back out? from the other realm and she just like cannot stop yelling Carol Ann it's like hey tone it down calm down when the, when she comes like through the like the puddle the body yeah oh, and then but oh. she's like in the room and she's just yeah. like Carol Ann Carol Ann Carol Ann it's like hey calm down bitch oh god cool it bitch yeah take it down take no it seven. down um I liked that movie because there was a lot they could do because they were in like such a place where there was a bunch of different floors and a bunch of different they like that they had a variety of like stages totally let's say uh, it was a different setting yeah. because it's like the first two poltergeists take place in a house and this one is in the apartment building that's like um fucking owned and designed by Tom Skerritt and there's like lots of mirrors yeah well right? the go- the, the cracking come mirror, out of like, the, the, they yeah. come out of the mirrors the, yeah um, I like that but I love that uh yeah, Tom Skerritt is in it, and um, he was actually one of Heather's pallbearers at her oh, funeral. Really? They apparently, like, when they were filming Poltergeist 3, they had a very good relationship, them two. Um, but Nancy Allen is the mom mm-hmm. in it, and uh, she's obviously from Robocop. Mm-hmm. And Carrie, yeah, basically, like, Carol Ann, she goes to live with her aunt in the apartment building, like, after the second one. So I guess it's like they couldn't get... Craig T. Nelson and they they were like, yeah. well, let's just change the story, and they just like let her go live with uh, with her aunt. This is actually fascinating. Heather O'Rourke did all of her own stunts. She wanted to. They did were she? like, yeah, they. That's she so was like, cute. no, I want to do my own stunts, and she did them all. Good for and her. And even like, I don't know, Morgan, how deep you got in the third one, but when she's all old and yeah. she has that demonic voice, oh. like, it's no, fucking, I didn't see that part. It's creepy. It's, it's I love really it when good. she's like the old version of Carol Ann. Like she's like super demonic and they put this like old lady makeup on her it's pretty fucking entertaining like i do love it and i have a like a love for tom scarrett movies for Come some on, reason how can i you not i know oh right like God. it just happens to happen like every movie He's i've so watched sweet. with him i really enjoy um one of them it's like super fucking creepy but poison ivy with drew barrymore oh yeah and he like like his daughter is uh what's her name from roseanne and uh Drew Barrymore is like her rebellious like friend and they have sex. <laughs> yeah. 
I used to, I just love like the '90s, uh, like girly dramas as well. Yeah. So that was like one of the VHS that I always had growing up, and I used to always like watching it. But yeah, I like Tom Skirt. He's cool. Tom Skirt's pretty cool. Tom Skirt. Skirt's mustache. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's a, yeah. That's very, the name. Of, uh, it's the name of my jam band. Very Tom Tom Selleck mustache. Yeah, yeah. He's like one of those dudes where like. I feel like if I was having a hard day and he just put his arm around me, oh, you know, like he's just like one, he's got one of those faces oh where yeah. he'd like take off his cowboy hat and be like, Tom Skirt's here. Put yeah. my arm around you. Yeah. Everything's okay. Yeah. Tom Skirt's here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, <my God>. oh. <laughs> um, so amazing. Well, I, okay. So I just have like a list of like ghost movies. We haven't done a ghost movie in a really long time. H- have we? Ever? No, we have because we have talked about ghosts like once. There are ghosts in Spookies and yeah. we did do Spookies, um, but... Forever. Yeah, I guess... I guess House. Yeah, that must have But this is like the legit first like ghost Yeah, this is the first we've done. Like, I'm sure we've talked about ghosts before, yeah. but... I just like saying we got ghosts because uh, have you seen Saving Silverman with Jack Black and Steve Zahn? No, everyone's like that's the what? Best movie. Yeah, everyone says it's the best movie, but I don't know if it's gonna be funny or not, so I always say no. I'm not gonna. Watch it's it. hilarious. Is it? Yes. Is it? Yes. Or is it '90s funny? Like no, you watch it now it's and you're like fucking Wah. funny, dude. All right, all right, all right, well, all right, then right. you will find that line funny when all you right. watch it. <laughs> we got ghosts. It's okay, um, Megan. I, I've never seen it either. It's it's actually hilarious. Okay, so we're almost at the end of the movie, and um, they're in the cave. And I love the setting of the cave as well. Mm-hmm. Like, all the real fucking I was going to say, I love all the real human corpses strewn about. I know. What a horrifying thing to realize afterwards. Oh, because it was cheaper. I was going to say, the person I was watching it with, we were talking about it, and I was like, what was the, what was the reasoning behind that? Meanwhile, now... To make them real? Yeah, like, why would they put them in? Because it's cheaper. Cost-wise, right? Yeah. And you know what? I watched uh, recently a movie called Nightwish, and uh, Brian Thompson is in it, and they kill real snakes in it because they couldn't afford prop snakes. Like, it's like the real deal is cheaper. Isn't that weird? But I feel like nowadays it's probably different because a dead body doesn't belong, like, you have to... Do you know, I think there's more legislation mm. now to getting yeah, a dead I know. body. Dude, I, don't I, I think fucking it's like, that honestly, easy. that's what I love about the 80s. They just got away with whatever yeah, the fuck they wanted yeah. to. Like, where would they even source the corpses from? Are they, that's are they I mean. like, articulated medical skeletons? Are they just, so, like, sourced? Because, like, I know that a lot of the articulated skeletons that you see are real skeletons. Yeah. They're just donated to science and stuff. I don't know. Did they just get those and then doctor them up, making them all spooky? Yeah. Or, or were they make just them all spooky? Yeah. People who died, who like had no family, like yeah. you know, like homeless people pass away and they have no family, no one to like claim their shit, and so people are like, "Hey, MGM." <laughs> yeah, well, like yeah, because I know you can donate skeleton. your body to science. Can you donate your body to horror movies? <laughs> That is that something you'd like is to do? Is that a thing? That'd be amazing. Uh, yeah. Well, I've already decided that I'm going to donate mine to science, but, like... Maybe, like, an arm to, like, horror movie, movies? Pretty cool. Yeah, like, take my arm. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> a couple things just about the curse. Uh, mainly, like, maybe 15 things, actually. <laughs> maybe um, about, like, 70. Okay, so the Poltergeist things. Curse, the biggest thing that covered it originally was an e-true hollywood story yeah. in 2002 yeah. uh that was the curse of poltergeist and i remember watching it and being like this is fucking crazy oh you so, actually watched it i remember it i remember That's seeing cool. it yeah so according to the people who worked on the film that the skeletons were obviously real 
And there apparently also was a documentary that was supposed to come out uh, and it was in production as of 2015 about uh, the curse. Oh, that's cool. Why yeah. didn't it get made? Well, I'm not sure because in my experience now, I know that documentaries sometimes can take like four or five years to make. Yeah. Um, but it's directed and produced by Adam Rip. Uh, who's just like a filmmaker, and it was going to be focusing on the life and experience of uh, Oliver Robbins, uh, who obviously played Robbie Mm -hmm. uh, in the first and second movies, um, as a way to explore the tragedies that happened to everybody that was involved in the film. So I just have a small list of all the weird things that apparently happened to the people. Whether or not they died... Or <laughs> snotty. Oh, God bless me. <laughs> Fucking bless amazing. Me. You are blessed. Thank you. Uh, okay, so Dominic Dunn obviously was unfortunately uh, murdered by her horrible, disgusting ex boyfriend. Heather or- O'Rourke, as well, um, died of an unexpected illness. Uh, Julian Beck died uh, of cancer not long after the second movie. Richard Lawson, who plays Ryan, had a near-death uh, plane experience where he actually oh, was I on a plane. I hearing about that. He was on a plane that crashed, and 27 people died, and he actually swapped seats at the last second, and the guy who was in his seat actually died. Oh. Yeah, and so, like, 27 people on this flight died. He lived because he swapped seats. Yeah. And that, that shook him fucking forever. Uh, Lou Perryman was murdered by a random attack. He was Pugsley, one of the construction workers. I know. Is that, that was the crazy. one? Is that the one with the axe murder? Yeah, the guy came into his house and, and chopped him up. him up. Oh, yeah. I didn't know about that. Yeah. Crazy, Just crazy random. stuff. Uh, yeah, so that happened. Uh, Oliver Robbins was, of course, attacked by the clown, the possessed clown that <laughs> fucking strangled him. <laughs> Will Sampson, who is the shaman, yeah. uh, obviously did the exorcism on set, uh, and he actually died as well. Uh, not that much... Yeah, he died after in that. 1987. Yeah. Um, he had a, a sclerodema, which is an autoimmune disease. Mm-hmm. And um, he passed away shortly after having heart and lung transplant due to kidney failure. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that was not really the curse, but I mean, like, maybe the curse, like, uh, expedited the process. Same. He was dying, like, before, you know, he came into it dying. Totally, totally. Um, Apparently, Jo Beth Williams had reported that she would often return home from a shooting on the second film to find that all the pictures in her house were tilted. After straightening them, she would return the next day and find them all crooked again. So she was like, oh, there's like spirits and in the house. And let me guess, she's the only one who saw it. No probably, one saw these Probably. Things. Writer uh, James Kahn experienced a frightening... Kahn! Uh, he got struck by lightning, apparently. Uh, that was fucked up. And two... <laughs> yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> right? Um, and then two fans uh, bought the doll from the first movie that Caroline has, and apparently it's uh, a cursed doll. Oh my god. And uh, they appar- apparently just claimed that, like, when they got the doll, they bought it, and it, like, all of a sudden all this bad luck happened in the family, like, people were, like, sick and dying, and, like, all these terrible things happened, so they just, like, keep it in a glass case. Where did they buy it from? Toys R Us? Uh, I don't know, maybe an yeah. auction or something. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, they bought the doll. Yeah, they bought the one from yeah. uh, from the first Sorry. movie. I thought it was like yeah. they, they made a, like a mass production thing. Oh, okay. I yeah, see. but that the one the one from the the first movie is apparently cursed. So they just keep it in like a glass case, so it just it's can't like curse anybody. Doll. Yeah, fucking Robert. A glass case away. stops all paranormal. <laughs> 
So, like, <laughs> just in case y'all got some cursed objects, one hundred in the glass case, glass. and you're good. You're good to go. <laughs> as long as it's blessed glass. I know, right? Is that such a thing? Yeah, probably. Chased on by a priest. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, <laughs> on this glass. Okay, it's all blessed. God bless you. No, no ghosts in this house. The power of Christ compels you. This house is clear. By the power of priest come. <laughs> okay. Priest come would be the name of my grindcore band. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I comprised uh, just a small list of ghost movies that I want to discuss. Yes. Um, okay, so I have highlighted... The three most important ones, in my opinion, Poltergeist, mm-hmm. The Shining, mm-hmm. Amityville Horror, The Fog, The Changeling, and Witchboard. Those are my top ghost movies. Also, I like to mention 1408. I love that movie. It's a scary fucking movie. And I really like 1408 a lot. Yeah. Um, is okay. Is that with wait? John Cusack. I was gonna say. I was gonna say either Kevin Bacon or John Cusack because there's one with Kevin Bacon too, isn't there? There's a ghost, a ghost movie? movie with yeah. Oh, um, Lester of Echoes. Yeah. I've actually never seen that. Yeah, it's it's very nineties. Yeah, it's one of these ghost stories. I remember it was huge when it came out because it's based. It's like it's like based on. Okay, it's a ghost story where the ghost isn't really in it all that much. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's more okay. like Kevin Bacon. Like, so is he crazy? Thing. Is he not crazy? Like, yeah. like identity? Like kind of like... Yeah, kind of. Oh, and yeah, speaking of speaking of that, I guessed uh, The Sixth Sense. That's another hard one to say, eh? The Sixth yeah. Sense. Yeah. The Sixth Sense. That's another ghost movie yeah, that was like totally. the and biggest I like that movie. fucking ghost movie That was movie a huge movie. I actually really like that movie. Great movie. Yeah. So good. So good. It doesn't even spoil it when you like already know that Bruce Willis is dead. Spoilers. Yes, yeah. <laughs> sorry. It, it's almost better when you watch it again knowing that he's dead and you yeah, try and pick up well, how and no one else talks to him and, and shit. shit I like know. That. I actually cool. really do like that movie a lot. But yeah, No. 1408 is one of those newer kind of like horror yeah. movies that's still like, I love it actually. It's really fucking creepy. It's awesome. And John Cusack is fucking hilarious and adorable. Oh, so. so good. Um, I love uh, House on Haunted Hill both of them. The original of Vincent Price and the remake. I like both of them. Um, Ghostbusters we yeah. already talked about. Like, the obviously, like, the first one. I don't know. That shit scared the fuck out of me. I love all the ghost episodes of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh my god, because those are the best I, ones. when I watch them now, I'm like, I remember watching this when I was a little kid, and I was just so fucking scared. Like, terrified. Um, obviously House, so I guess House yeah. is like probably the only other Kinda, ghost yeah. movie that we did. Um, and uh, The Blair Witch. I still love The Blair Witch. I still think the first movie was a pretty pivotal movie in the history of, like, horror movies. It just, well, like, yeah. Is it a ghost? Movie? But now you're digressing. Uh, what are you talking about here? Is Blair it a ghost? Witch? That's not a ghost movie. It's like the ghost of the witch. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. You're getting There's some ghosty shit. Ha- the kids that are, like, banging on the, the tent when they're sleeping. Yeah, like, that, right. that's some, like... All right. Child You know ghosts. what? I I had some issues with with some of this these lists as well because I feel like ghosts are sort of lumped in with paranormal yeah. and things like that as well. Yeah, so I remember it's you hard. asking me that. You were just like, it's, it's like, kind of hard to like narrow it down to just ghosts because there yeah. is like paranormal stuff um, can be other, like they, it can be demonic It can be demons. Too. And like when I looked up some lists, like The Exorcist is on 
Like I was gonna say, yeah, and the, I, and yeah, so I'd say, I guess yeah, that's more possession demon than ghost. And then there's some that are like, I mean, it's the like poltergeist, a haunting, right? Right, like the poltergeist followed Carol Ann. That's why. However, Amityville was the house, was yeah, it yeah. not? And, like, 1408 was the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, So it's yeah. like, because what is the difference? There's, like, a ghost haunts, I forget what the difference. One of them haunts a house, or like, a location or whatever, or, like, one of them, you know, there's all these different haunts rules like a for what yeah. makes yeah, what or, totally. or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I agree, Morgan. It's really tough because those movies, Paranormal Activity, <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Okay? You like you those shut movies? The fuck up. No. The, the end of the first one, theaters, I one stop laughing. Up. Is it the end of the first one where they come up behind him and breaks his neck? Oh, that's the end of the second one. Yeah. Do this. I mean, like, okay, I saw the first paranormal activity in theaters and I saw it with my brother, so we were just basically laughing the whole time. But it is a cool kind of concept for a movie, but it's like it's already been done, yeah. so when I watched it, I wasn't that impressed. But the fact that they have, like, what, like, six or some That's shit right. now? But, like, what about The Ring? The Ring scared the Dude, I, I have the ring. Ghost movie. I yeah, have The sure. Ring on my list, okay? <laughs> I actually like the American Ring more than Ringu. And so I scary. love it, actually. The The Ring is awesome. And I also like The Grudge. I also I think The Grudge, grudge yeah. is super fucking creepy. Um, the Conjuring, I still think, was really fucking scary. The first one... I, I thought the, that statement. I saw all, it way after the hype, though. So everyone. I know. Like, I remember. Yeah. Right. Everyone's like, I saw it. It's theaters. literally so scary. It's so scary. And it I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good made, like well-made movie. Well made. Yeah. I don't um, know. I don't. I don't believe in those movies. I don't know. Like on, honestly, like a lot of them are just like. Insidious. I fart on your movie. Insidious. Yeah, like insidious. 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 Get out of here. Insidious. Yeah. I will watch that guy though. What's his name? Oh, he's hot. He's fucking hot. He's so hot. Uh, The dad in Insidious. Oh, he's a babe. I'm pretty sure uh, he's also in. um, Is he the one that was in Hard Candy? I I know he's in. Yes! Yeah. Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Yes. Yes, he's a babe. That's the only good thing about Insidious. Why that movie is the one that I'm like, oh, I know him from that movie. That's a fucked up movie. That's a fucked up movie. Makes me feel weird. I know. My whole body. Yeah. My (laughs) whole body. In my soul. That's funny. My soul feels weird. I love What Lies Beneath. And I think we've talked about that movie like once before. Harrison Ford. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Michelle Pfeiffer. Scary, uh, scary, when it comes scary, to scary. ghost movies, like I, I like my list of the, like that were like the top six at the beginning. But like I till this day will back that movie up yeah. forever. That movie is written very well. Yeah. It's like uh, it's written like a creepy like Fear Street kind mm. of novel where it's like a, it's a mystery that involves a ghost. Yeah. It's so good. Have you seen it, Morgan? I Oh I my god. You have to watch it. It's fucking awesome. It's a really really good ghost mystery movie. And like that's like a category that could be a different one oh from, like, god, the ghost, like, yeah. world is ghost mystery. Because yeah. it's, like, there is a mystery and you don't know what's going on. Right. Who the killer is, who the ghost is. And there's another movie like that that I haven't seen um, that is called Ghost Story. And that is one from, like, 1980. And I... Have you seen it, Megan? Yeah. See, I've heard 
really good things it's about really that movie the book's that I haven't seen. Scarier, it. But really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the that's another one of those words like it's a mystery, yeah. right? And you have to like figure it out. See, I really yeah. like that where you have to figure out like yeah. it's like a game. That's what I really like about those kinds of movies. But I haven't seen Ghost Story yet. I don't really have much to add to that. Obviously, Amityville. I mean, I put Exorcist on there with the question mark that's like, mm, paranormal or like, are demons ghosts? Maybe? I don't know. It's like they're ghosts kind in of? the way that they are haunting the person, yeah. right? So in so in, then in that regard, if the Exorcist could go on the list, then the Omen would also go on my list. Mm-hmm. Because like, is, is he? he's not really possessed though, is he? He just is He just Satan. is the Antichrist. Okay, well then scrap that one. Uh, the Changeling, definitely. The Changeling is fucking scary. That is a fucking, that Have is a very creepy yeah. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Very fucking creepy. That um, movie is so fucking creepy. Uh, Candyman. That's a fucking, he's a ghost. I need to rewatch that movie. He's a yeah, fucking ghost. he's a ghost. It's not good though. You know what? I don't mind the first, the I don't mind the first Candyman. No. See, I've actually heard that the sequels are like good, but in their own kind of way. Yeah. Good, like, bad. Good, bad. Good, bad. I don't know. You know what? Honestly, I don't. I don't mind the first Candyman. I rewatched it maybe earlier this year, it's and I was like, Madsen, right? Yeah, and I was like, oh shit! Like this movie's like, it's okay. It's not like it's '90s scary. I was just saying, 90s. Yeah. Ugh, I hate it's definitely the '90s scary, but I don't know. I think there are some things that can be appreciated about what it was trying to do uh, in a time when not a lot of people were doing them. And another interesting point about that is that apparently they are remaking a Candyman. Oh, yes, and Jordan Peele is producing it. Yeah. I is heard about that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I've, to yes. me, like, that's like, a pre- oh. that's like a predecessor of something that he he did. I don't know. I, I think it's a good movie. It's all right. Uh, also, The Entity. Dan, 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 the rape song literally is so forceful it makes that movie unwatchable it's just like the rape song like it's so annoying it, that part it is but like the but entity, it's a fun movie it though. is and it's it's, it's a classic fun. it's a classic it's fun <laughs> it's rape it's yeah. fun um and i'll throw two more in there uh sledgehammer because we watch it that oh guy God. was a ghost it's a child's ghost i guess it is i i, I guess that was even a movie i don't yeah. know and also um Honorable mention for not really being horror, but the Wraith. Oh yeah, I guess because he's Wraith, a ghost. He's a ghost. He's a ghost car. He's a ghost, but he's a boy. But he's also a car. But he's a ghost. <laughs> but he's also Charlie Sheen. I also wanted to mention one, but I haven't seen it yet. Is Death Ship? Oh God, with George, George Kennedy. Kennedy. See, I haven't seen that Death yet. Death Ship. Oh, Ghost Ship is a different one. Yeah, yeah. Ghost yeah. Ship is like nineties. Death Ship. No, is I think 80s. Ghost Ship is like two thousand. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh. it's like two thousand two. Well, Ghost Ship the first five minutes are good because everybody gets like sliced sliced with that wire but death ship is with george kennedy one of our boyfriends right yeah and i haven't seen that yet what do you think megan what do you got a horror fan i know i should be ashamed (laughs) no actually most of my george kennedy fan Mr. Kennedy, <laughs> Mr. George Kennedy, it's from Gone with the Wind. I don't know. Hi, <laughs> um, yeah, no, the my Glavin, Glavin. No, mine were just all because, like, my main one when I started thinking about it was like the Ring and shit, like just like yeah, super, super. I dig the Ring. Super it's a good scary. Movie. But then you got me thinking, like talking about like the right yeah right <laughs> it like makes me think of like how many other movies are there where it was like uh like my boyfriend's back or like oh my god i know right so there's like movies where it's like they come back from the dead but like 
are you like a zombie? Like, are you a ghost? Is it just an apparition? Like, yeah. Now we're getting into all these like sub genres, which I feel like I could go on like literally forever. Yeah. Well, we'll. I'm sure we'll have more ghost episodes in the future for sure. But this was this was needed in our repertoire. We hadn't done really like a good ghost movie. Um, I guess since since House, but House also involves other things like zombies too. Yeah, it involves V sweaters. Yeah, and. Uh, post-traumatic stress. Maybe you just imagine <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Writer's right? block. Whoa. It's a real thing. Yeah. yeah. And William Cat. You're like no good. Hair. You're no good. You're no good. <laughs> God is in his, his holy Okay, well, I hope yeah. you guys have a very a spooky evening. Mm, and yes. hopefully no ghosts haunt your shit. Your turds. Yeah. Yeah. They they literally haunt your shit. (laughs) Anyways, um, thanks again for everybody who sends us stuff to the P.O. box as well. I have the picture of Arnold with Monster Squad cast in my bathroom now. Thank you very much. And we appreciate all the presence of VHS. Yeah. And um, yeah, thanks again um, for the listen. We'll catch you on the flip side. Flippity flip. Uh, Bye bye. Bye. Within his holy temple, earthly thoughts be silent now. While with we and his presence Come on, Caroline, it's raining. Come on, what's wrong? We call oh,